This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is, of course, your daily financial news. This is a news show that you can count on. It's going on more than 850 days in a row. Yep, I'd say that's pretty consistent. Uh, Six days a week, we do it at 7.30, with the one exception being Thursdays. We do Thursdays at 7 a.m., all times Pacific. We do that because in addition to a daily financial news show, uh, we speak to six multimillionaires each and every week, Sunday through Friday, and we cover three topics. Again, what we are doing here on this channel is creating original content each and every day. I think we average five or six pieces of original content. So I hope you enjoy it. Yes, I know it's a lot. Uh, The content with my experts are broken down by topic, so watch the ones you like. Ignore the ones you don't. You won't hurt my feelings. Uh, We really are accelerating as we approach 20,000. If you want to be a part of the first 20,000 on this YouTube channel, need to subscribe. Uh, We are going to get there sooner than we expect. A couple of quick things. As I teased yesterday... Uh, I was lucky enough to interview someone I consider real estate royalty. Uh, That interview went out last night at 6 p.m. It is Aaron Norris uh, from the Norris Group. Uh, If you are in California and you have been investing for more than five seconds, you have probably heard of the Norris Group. Uh, I cited them, specifically Bruce Norris, in my book as Saving Olivia and I from the Great Recession. We talk about all kinds of things in that 50-minute conversation. We talk about California crash, the California comeback, ADUs, Wall Street, property radar, the ability to drive data to make decisions. So do yourself a favor. You need to check that one out. It is a longer format, uh, but it is well worth it. In addition to that, just a reminder that the price of my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, is going up 50%, I think on Monday, maybe Tuesday. Anyways, June 1st, it's going from $199 to $299. Uh, We are now adding more and more content from other experts. In fact, I am finally loading Dion's second video for the self-management course. Uh, And as you saw last week, we have the Lumberjack Landlord creating content for house hacking. So lots of stuff coming uh, and also need to follow up on all the content for flipping. So yeah, this How to Get Started One Rental at a Time course that started as a buy and hold, I guess, tool is now growing and it's fun to see other experts willing to contribute. So buy it now or pay more later. Your call. Uh, As for the day, again, Friday, Friday's been an interesting day for three or four weeks. It's kind of like the number one metric. Each of the last three weeks have come out on Friday. Uh, This one is no different. Uh, The Federal Reserve's favorite favorite inflation statistic metric report 
is something that's called PCE. It stands for Personal Consumption Expenditures. Uh, and it came in hot, 3.1% uh, higher than expectations, which were for 29 uh, Nothing in this gauge is going to be different, right? We need multiple months in a row to kind of point at something. Right now, the Fed and Powell can keep saying that Fed it, or the rates are transitory. Uh, we will be talking about something Janet Yellen She's, uh, I think she's going to start to be a pain in the, in the butt for, for Powell. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but yes, the PCE metric came in hot, kind of as expected. We talked about that on Sunday, uh, wondering what was going to happen. I do think it's odd that the 10-year note is down again. I wonder if the Fed is, uh, let's say, being overly aggressive in the Treasury market and maybe buying more than uh, they tell us. We shall see. We'll, we'll see their balance sheet in a few weeks, I'm sure. So be interesting. Pending home sales came out yesterday. And this is a report that is classic talking head. We need to break this down because there's a lot of kind of headline numbers that if you're not paying attention and you're not doing the work like the students and the followers of this course, you can get distracted. First and foremost, pending home sales are being reported is down, 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 4.4%. Uh, they are talking about higher prices, bidding wars, days on market, all the stuff that if you're following your market, you are seeing. But here's the deal. They snuck this in at the very end of the report, and it is the most important thing. Yes, this is the thing that I've been calling for. Nobody's talking about yet, but in a couple of months, they will. And that is inventory. What happened to inventory in a month? Remember, I'm calling for 2 million homes by the end of July. That kind of seems scary, right? Well, guess what? Just in a month, from March to April, inventory went up 10.5%. Inventory now as of this report, was 1.16 million homes. Feeling pretty good. You know, we are going to have to see that accelerate. Uh, what I think is happening, again, the reports missed this. So let's think about this. There's more homes on the market, right? 1.16 versus basically 1 million. That's more, not less. We have less pending homes, 4.4% less pending homes. What does that likely mean? Well, I told you what the first step was. The first step is all these move-up buyers want to leave their small, old, wrong part of the town homes, but they keep hearing real estate's crazy. People are overpaying. So a lot of these listings are coming out at stupid prices, like stupid prices. Right. If the house should have been one ninety nine, they listed two twenty five. If the house should have been two fifty, they listed two eighty nine. People are being confused, baited, lied to, to list prices higher. That's what's happening now. Not everywhere, but it's happening enough. So what is going to happen is days on market are going to grow. Price drops will happen, but these are just things that need to work through. So again, inventory up. 10.5%. I'm still calling for 2 million homes at the end of July. Uh, I don't even think we get that report till the end of August. But yes, I'm calling for 2 million homes. 
I'm starting to feel even better about that call, given we went up 10% in a month. And the, the real month we'll move is June. I think June's going to be like, a, oh my God, where did all these homes come from? So we shall see. As mentioned, Janet Yellen is going to be a pain in Powell's side. Uh, as you remember, probably three weeks ago, she kind of floated the idea that Powell was wrong. And then, of course, she had to retreat and retract and all this political theater and nonsense. But now she's out saying, you know what? I expect inflation to run hot. I expect inflation to be hot the rest of the year. I'm not sure I like that, right? If you believe inflation is transitory, is seven months transitory? Like, where's the cutoff? Where does it go from a blip to a problem? Is it seven months? Is it nine months? Nobody's ever defined a time frame for me. That's something that I think is important. So again, also she is highlighting that U.S. total debt uh, will be more than U.S. GDP. Uh, that will likely happen in the next fiscal year. Uh, that is uh, that is one of the reasons why rates almost have to stay low, right? We once you once interest payments start to consume more and more, it gets very uncomfortable because interest payments on national debt really pull off productive capital. And, and uh, Jonathan and I talked about that yesterday. Looks like Wall Street bets in the Reddit community are taking on another short. It looks like shorts got a little ahead of themselves in AMC. It's not GameStop this time. It is AMC. And AMC has been run up uh, as of this recording over 100% in a week. I hope each and every one of you have some and you've doubled your money. But don't forget you got to ring the register before you really have a profit. Don't just sit there and watch it go away. Likely what will happen is what happens last time is the Reddit community catches Wall Street napping. It eats their lunch. I think, I think Wall Street folks have lost about a billion or a billion and a half dollars being short and stupid. What will happen is Wall Street will switch sides of the table very quickly. They will pile on. They will crush whoever stays short. It'll run up even higher. And then Wall Street will go to the other side and they will drop it on your head. Uh, so again, don't be afraid to ring the register. Lots of additional earnings reports uh, that came out. We'll run through them quickly. All of them beat top and bottom. Ultra Beauty beat top and bottom and raised Outlook. Salesforce.com raised uh, uh, beat top and bottom and raised. <clears throat> Excuse me. One thing I will note about Salesforce that is interesting, game-changing, and frankly should help Las Vegas. Salesforce puts on one of the largest technology events, or at least they did before the health crisis. It is called Dreamforce. Dreamforce is going to go down this year in person, not digital or not online. It will be held in person September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. In-person events are coming back. Uh, my understanding is Dreamforce has always been in San Francisco. It will be there again. But if you're in Vegas, looks like tech conferences are coming back, at least by September. So if you've been holding on, uh, it is at least out there for you. So that is interesting. Uh, what else we got? Big Lots beat Top and Ray. Same store sales up 11%. Dell Technologies and HP uh, Inc., uh, both beat top and bottom. However, they both both said this chip thing 
this chip thing may uh, limit our ability to you know finish the demand. This chip thing is going to be a problem. How the hell did this happen? Crazy. Costco beat top and bottom. Costco is warning about inflation, prices of goods, and wages. And then the gap beat the top and bottom as well. Uh, what else? Oh, one of the things I want to call out from Aaron's interview yesterday, again called Real Estate Royalty, is about halfway through the interview, we talk about affordable housing and the fact that once Wall Street buys it, it is off the market forever. Lots of folks have incorrectly assumed that, yes, Wall Street will buy them at a discount, they will hold them, and they will eventually sell them in mass. As you will see, Aaron and I talk about that for quite a bit, and what is going to happen is Wall Street will never sell. They have very little, if any, money in the deal, and they will just keep getting bigger and bigger. So yes, affordable housing, what's absorbed by Wall Street doesn't come back. It is a rental going forward. So I thought that was one of the many interesting topics yesterday. So again, uh, it is Friday, May 28th. It is a long weekend for you. Enjoy uh, Memorial Day. Uh, if you served uh, military, I want to give you a quick shout out. Thank you for your service. Mom, Dad, thank you for your service. Uh, yes, both my parents served. It's where they met. Uh, so again, uh, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, enjoy Memorial Day. Enjoy the long weekend. Uh, don't forget to smash that like button, hit subscribe, and be part of the first 20,000. Bye-bye.